Hello, hello, and welcome to The Comedy Couch. Oh, so good to be here. I'm so glad you're listening. I'm Dennis Hensley. And I'm Tony Tripoli. Welcome to The Comedy Couch, as we said. It's been, We're here on the couch. It's been too long since our last podcast. I know. It was... A lot's gone down. It was By a down, I mean bad things. Things have gotten worse, rest assured. <laughs> it was a tragic podcast. Which? The last one? Yeah, I was actually... Did just, you listen to it? Well, I didn't listen to it until uh, about a half an hour ago. Oh, I actually no. went um, to the gym and... That's when I always listen to the podcast. So I like right. to check in to just make sure that I'm not screaming into the microphone and, you know, sure. all that stuff. And, you know, you want to hear, like... Yeah, no, for sure. How are we filling this? What are we talking about? And turns out we're talking about the same stuff every <laughs> single time. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would listen because yeah. it's, all it is is boring and self-pitying and pathetic. And this one is this podcast is going to be uh, it right was in a that watermark. It's going to stay in. It's going to stay in that, stay same, in that category, same category. I'm hanging by a thread. I know that you're. Uh, oh just my aces. gosh! Well, I, I had you've a, never been better. I had a. Um, my neck had been a bit sore the last couple of weeks. You should tell people that you had a surgery. Well, I had had a surgery two and a half years ago for a herniated disc in my neck that caused a lot of pain and radiated down my arm into my hand, and it was a rough couple of months. And explain that surgery. Well, they do a fusion, a cervical fusion um, in your neck, and yeah. they take out a disc. and Take it out. They take it out. And uh, and they cut alongside your larynx on the front. In the front. Push your voice box Stop over to the side. side, and then go in there and start, then yeah. flip you over, right? And then go in through the back? or do they No, I, they didn't back? go through the back. So no. they flip you over and fuck you in the ass, and then they send no. you home. That's it. So, But the surgery, my, my surgeon was a great... Great, uh, and you had the big collar, the, the yeah. big hard collar. Then but I was out of pain, collar. and then I had the hard collar and soft collar for a couple months. So, so it was a whole it chapter. Was, of it life. was rough. Yeah, yeah. it was the, my biggest medical thing ever that I sure. had. And um, but I got through it, and uh, so I've got a relapse of that kind of thing. I don't think it's as bad. Um, well, tell people about then. Uh, you went to uh, Brazil and went on the jet boat. Yeah. But and I don't know if that's what it caused. When you went on the jet boat, that was, you, no, were, it you was had a little mini scare, though. New, New Zealand, though. I came back, and it was very bouncy and jarring, and I had a lot of like discomfort from that. But, but, but I came back, and with the jet lag combined with that soreness, I felt like my head was floating like a foot to the side. Like I wasn't standing. And it scared you a little. You it thought, scared oh, God, me. I, hope I, didn't I went fuck to the Cairo. Right. Yeah. And they were I like, was, no, you're okay. Yeah, but it was my first kind of anxiety attack that I ever had. Where it was like was when you had the jet boat. Yeah, when, exactly. well, when I came went home to the Cairo and right. went there. But then I had a really juicy anxiety attack, my best ever on um, Monday. Yeah, I've never had an anxiety attack like that because my my hand was hurting and You're I could a woman see now, it. Dennis. I know I could see. I just started spiraling to that money and hurt and insurance and no work and alone and dot 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 and i just started because going when, to that crazy when place. things are good nothing is connected but when things are bad suddenly everything is bad everything connects and it's that you feel the downward spiral of it just it's insurmountable yeah i get it did, it felt overwhelming i really felt doomed but i went to do this show that i uh, been doing at the village this village variety pack and i got there i was all crazy and i pulled michael anthony aside who's producing it and hosting it with mm-hmm. me and i was like this is what's going on this is the day i had and he calmed me down he gave me a big hug and you know i started breathing and started putting the doing the show and figuring out what needed to happen and 
organizing it and then felt feeling better and then i got through the show was the best one we've done went really well and i hung out afterwards and talked to the people that were all there and i dialed it down and i came home and uh you know the next day i discovered that i had painkillers left from last time my favorite one is called Lyrica. I really feel like a lot of our listeners just perked right up when you we said, said that you discovered painkillers. Well, I, I didn't use them that much the previous time because they didn't help and they made me strange and I just didn't use them. And so I took the, a Lyrica the next day and everything shifted because I think it's anti-anxiety. Is it Lyrica with an L or a Lyrica? No, I think it's Lyrica with an L. So I mean, not that I'm going to look it up and but it, ask that, my doctor. But it, it changed. <laughs> I don't know if it how much pain it killed or I'm, it's not as bad as it was last time and I hope it just goes away but um but today's Friday and your yeah. world's better than you were Monday in terms of the pain is less the pain is but less your handling of the discomfort and anxiety is completely different yeah well I think it might be the Lyrica like it really takes the who cares out. what it is so um I've I don't care if it's the baby raping Dennis it's working Gosh, it's um, I fucked more kids in a past life than I thought. Yeah, no, that for sure. We we discussed it, and it's absolutely true. <laughs> the to- we should have a total, a tote board. How many? You know, Oof. I think I really, I don't know if uh, the Boston Tea Party. While everyone was dumping tea, I was home fucking everyone's kids or something. Well, they were busy. But- <laughs> That's true. The kids were unsupervised at that yes. moment, and I was yeah. Pip pip, stick it in. <laughs> so anyway, but anyway, there's gonna be a running tote. But today. I uh, I uh, feel a bit better. It's still pain in my hand, a bit soreness. You know, it's a fun tip. I don't know this. I called my doctor, and they're going to get me in as soon as they can. And um, But the nurse said... Which is 2011? 2011. Mm-hmm. The nurse said to get a tube sock yeah. and put rice in it yeah. and put it in the microwave. Yeah. Have you heard that before? Of course. Okay. I'm new at this. Um, so I did that. It's yeah. one of my best dishes. You can also beat your kid with that, and it doesn't leave him bruised. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Sure. I've got it handy. So See? anyway, I did that. So what? It's been, it's been rough. Rough. But, the, you know, and the thing is when you're sick, I don't know if you've experienced this. When you're like this, you think, if well, I, I don't get better, much, Dennis, if I so get I don't better really... I'm going to go to Pilates all the time and really work on that. I'm gonna you've been watch... making deals with God? Deals with um, the, the imaginary trainer that I wish I could afford. Those yeah. kind of deals. But just about being healthier. Not that I fucking do anything bad. But anyways, that's where it's at. Hopefully it will blow over and be nothing. Well, I was listening to – I listen to a lot of NPR now because I'm smart. Good. Um, but I don't call it NB, NPR. I call it jazz for no reason. Yeah. Because you'll be listening to it, and then all of a sudden it will go boom, 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 boom. And it's always that innocuous music that's so Yeah, boring. and you're like, what was that for? Yeah. What, what are they covering? A, yeah. a set change? Jazz for this no reason. This is bullshit. So I just call it jazz for no reason. <laughs> I like you're jazz for no reason. You're listening to jazz, jazz for, for no, no reason. reason. Um, and so – but they do that thing called the story, yeah. and normally I'm not interested in other people. But this right. one yesterday was a waitress who's been waitressing for over 40 years, and she's now almost 70. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she was listing all of her ailments, and she has arthritis in her back and one of her arms and a bad elbow. And she had ankle problems, and so she, you know, she's to wear special insoles, but blah, blah, blah. She's still waitressing. And she, he was like, so do you think that, it, you know, these injuries are, you know, from this difficult line of work and the physicality of it and being on your feet and carrying the trays? And she was like, well, yeah, but I just ask myself how much worse I would be if I wasn't being this active. 
like her take on it, which is I guess kind of a half glass full, glass empty kind of a deal, right. was just sort of like, yeah, but I'm almost seventy, right. so I'd have had a bunch of shit anyway, and at least this is shit that I can still move around. And she kept saying, "Motion is lotion. Motion is lotion." And it was kind of like, I guess that is true. I mean, so, yeah, you know, thank God. Imagine, you know, you do at least work out and you do go and take your classes and you're right. active and you swim and all that stuff. So just imagine how bad your neck and arm would be if you were like a lot of writers who literally are very yeah. sedentary. And I don't know. That was motion is lotion. Motion is lotion. I love motion is lotion. I think that's good. So. Doctor this week, I hope it blows over. I think I'm grateful for, uh, what's it called, Lyrica, and uh, for Michael Anthony for talking me down off the ledge. Yeah, I was in Arizona when that happened. Yeah, it was just crazy, man. I was gone Sunday and Monday. Anxiety uh, attacks are very interesting things, because you know they're happening. Oh, this is an anxiety attack. Yeah. Stop it. But you can't. Well, don't you feel like any of your life coach skills, like you were supposed to go, well, here's that thing I do. Yeah. Here's that thing I do where I, I well, think I'm dying. Um, here's that thing I do. Like, it was really, it was that bigger was a than little, that. It was bigger than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And I'm not and making I fun could, of it. No, 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 no. That's the thing you do if you're an audition and you kind of lose your but consciousness. shouldn't those skills help? Well, I did, I did think a lot about, I did sort of say, okay, calm down. You know, I mean, I did tell myself. There's an things. end to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just... You know, this get is to the this village moment. and talk, you know. And yeah. you, when I get, did get talked down. But I do it, think it, it a lot of people that didn't really grow up die. performers <laughs> don't understand, and it's a double-edged sword, but in this instance, the the beauty and the power of having to do a show, like, there is a certain part of you, if this is what you've done your whole life, that even when you're in the, your world is crumbling and everything, yeah. is it, that there's this idea of I have to do a show, and it's a weird strength that you can pull, and right. I, for that hour and a half yeah you really were in a, and it's like well why can't i tap into that when i'm not having to do a show then if because that proves to me that there's an element of mind over matter you're able to just go i don't have time i haven't got time for the pain that's true but right you have now, to have I've something got... to focus on right i don't know what that other thing to be to focus on if you didn't do it because you know what i mean you have your lines yeah. or whatever you say or your interviews or however it is but i mean i just feel like okay i've proven to myself that I can step outside of, you know, sorrow and pain and whatever, you know, those kinds of things for moments when I just simply had to focus on this other thing. So then why not, why can't I incorporate that? That seems like... No. I think you also need other people to be around it. Well, I do think there's think an element... Do, I don't think it's, I don't think you can do that by yourself. There's an right? element of performing that feels selfless, even though it's entirely selfish. But there is an element of, no, but I have to for the audience. Yeah, I sure. have to. They're here. They showed they up. They paid money. Yeah. I owe them. Right? right. And so, yeah, maybe there's an element of, I'm not, I'm not no longer hurting for me. I'm no longer hurting because I have to do this thing for them, yeah. which is selfless. Sure. So maybe volunteering or maybe going... You know, and sure. serving food at the shelter would, you know, but you feel like, no, I could just call in and someone else will. Yeah. And it also, you have to be on. Yeah. That's something. You know, but Michael was like, just, this is the thing you love to do. Just do it and it'll be, everything will be all right. And I was like, okay, it worked out. And they hung out. And then the next day I discovered Lyrica, God. which I think has helped. 
But I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. And you don't feel like the Lyrica makes you numb or you don't oh, feel it like makes a me a little crazy. You're not Courtney Love? The other night, Tuesday night, I was really out of it. So I am. I don't know. That was when you went over to watch Mad Men with Doug and John, and they were yeah. You were about you couldn't me. form when you came home. I, you really couldn't I form. I couldn't sentence. form sentences. Yeah, we were um, gonna pot it up, and I was like, yeah, I can't. So yeah, you dodged a bullet, America. Right? Oh, that would might have been entertaining. <laughs> might have been entertaining. Yeah. So, but you got a lot, a slew of developments. That's enough of my medical thing. Well, you know, I this is gonna surprise people. I mean, you certainly, I know, were shocked. Um, Eric turned out to be a big dick. Dick watch. Who, who saw that coming? Oh, that's right. You did. Because on the last pod, you really called him on a shit. You were like, well, he needed to show up with a plan and he needed to have did a he script ready. And he needed to. Was I kind yeah, of a shit caller? You really were like, I'm going to call this people a dick po- when they're a podcast, dick move now. Sometimes we, I say things on this podcast that I wouldn't say if we're just kicking around the kitchen. Yeah. You need to well, listen to the last up. week's podcast because yeah. you really decided that you were Angie Dickinson all of a sudden with a well, little gun in your purse. I, that's true. Plus, I had had my fill of dicks for the month and yeah. missed the chance to lash out at them. So I was letting – I was But so when we last the last podcast, uh, Eric and I were going to have our date on – October 3rd, the one-year yes. anniversary of our very first date, and right. I was so excited, and I had planned, okay, we're going to go to the farmer's market, and we can walk around and hold hands, and we can just, you know, eat whatever feels like eating, because they have all kinds of food there, and it's fun. You nibble, and you just, oh, I'll try some of yours, yeah. and feed me, like that, you know, whatever, right. and then we can go back to his place, and we'll have love making and candles, and, you know, then maybe we'll walk to Yogurtland after, because it's right across the street, and we can hold hands and go have yogurt yeah. as a post-coital snack, and then, yeah. you know, is and that, maybe- and, the yogurt on your face? Or? Right. And then, and hopefully he'll ask me to sleep over. And like, so I had like my, you know, toothbrush and stuff like, you know, in the trunk of my car, like I'm going to go and it's that. And, um, then I went to the flower shop over here by the house to get flowers because I wanted to get the exact same flowers that I gave him on our first date, uh, in, in 2008. Um, you know, remember that it was a good year and, um, and so ish comparatively, and okay. so I got the flowers, and Let's I was driving back from the flower shop when he canceled. He better not have done it via text. He did it via, via text. Damn and texting. said that he just really uh, wasn't really feeling that good. He hadn't gone to the beach and played volleyball like he always does on Sunday or Saturday. And they had a big tournament the next day, and he really needed to rest up for the tournament. Right. And needed to just stay in bed and rest for the tournament. And it really hurt my feelings because I was like, oh, you can't sit across a dinner table from me for two hours, but you can go play 15 games of volleyball tomorrow. Like, really? That's, you know, because if he would have said, look, we can't do the whole walk around the farmer's market thing and the whatever. I don't know. And so I was a couple of highlights like a Chinese menu. So, you know, it was a whatever. It was a huge bummer. And so that was, you know, not fun. And so then I had those flowers and the flowers sat her all night. And that was just they were just looking at me. The flowers were just sitting here looking at me saying, you know, I told you so. I wanted to eat them. And so then on Sunday, I thought I had um, the Kylie Minogue concert the next day, that Sunday. Right. And I, uh, you know, went to the gym and did some stuff. And I was like, you know what? He isn't, you know, whatever. This is fine. And so I'm going to fucking text him and see how he's playing today. I'm going to be like Mr. High Road. And, you know, so I sent him a text and was like, I hope you're playing well. And he texted back, I'm even worse than yesterday, couldn't get out of bed, I'm just staying in all day, didn't go to the tournament. So in a way, I kind of felt a little bit better. 
Yeah, but, but he really was sick. But at the same time, it was like, yeah, well, then we totally could have gone out last night, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But whatever. So then um, I was like, well, now I feel bad because he's just trapped alone in the house for the weekend. So I was like, well, do you need anything? And he was like, no, I have everything. I have soup. I have Dayquil. I have Nyquil. I have uh, Asicillium. I have this. And he literally was like, okay. Like his MO was like, don't come. Don't come over. And I was like, that's weird, but whatever. So, of course, I go over because I realize I've got these flowers sitting here and they're doing me no good but making me sad. And he's alone in his room being sick, so flowers might cheer him up. Uh, You're that train about to go off the cliff. So I write this whole love letter about how I was disappointed I didn't get to see you last night because it was, you know, one year. But, you know, I'm so glad that we're, you know, that I just know that you're going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to. If you just let me show you how, how I'm the best boyfriend in the world, I'm make you so happy. I'm like, I really went there again. It was fucking pathetic. And I put it in the flowers and I drive over before I go to the Kylie Minogue concert. And I put the flowers just by the little call button on his building. Right. Like, I'm not asking to come up, like, whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to leave the flowers there and then send him a text saying, hey, I just left flowers by your front door. Come on downstairs and get them. And as I'm going back to my car, I look in the parking garage and see that his car's not there. And it was that moment where you realize you're the butt of a joke and you're like just the biggest asshole in the world. Like the joke's on you. Here you are writing this love letter and bringing the flower and he's not he's not sick in bed. Yeah. You're he's in a not... some reality show called Joe Schmo. So I call and leave a message and I'm like, hey, I swung by to bring you these flowers because, you know, from last night and, um, you know, they're just downstairs by the front door and I see that your car's not here. So whenever you get back, just, you know, pick them up at the front door. And he calls back like two minutes later and is like, I was, I'm just a target. I'm just a target. Really, really fishy. Like, really, like he was busted. Right. And I'm like, yeah, no, it's cool. And he's like, yeah, I just decided I need a bubble bath, and I didn't have any, so I wanted to make a trip to Target. And I'm like, mm, whatever. I mean, there's like eight places closer than Target. But whatever. It's, does, I'm sure he was at Target. Like, I'm not saying he was at a gangbang. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but whatever. And um, so then, you know, Kylie was, you know, really fun. Um, and... When he canceled on me Saturday, he said, how about Monday night? So Monday I text him. I'm like, I hope you're feeling better. And he's like, well, I came to work, but I'm still, you know, achy and I don't really feel that good. And I'm like, oh, also when he canceled on me Saturday, like the schmuck that I am, I was like, okay, well, since I'm not going to see you tonight, I was going to ask if next Saturday, the 10th, if you would go with me to the Jason Mraz concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Because we had gone to see Jason Mraz October of 08 after we'd been going out two or three weeks. And it was really this magical night where I was in love with him. And so, of course, Jason Mraz, I want him, you know, to go with me again a year later. So he's like, oh, um, I don't know. I don't know if I have plans or not next Saturday. And I'm thinking, well, it's a week away. You, You should know if you have plans a week from now. Like, what do you have to fucking check with your secretary? Right. But I was like, well, whatever. And he's like, can I tell you Monday? And I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. So then Monday I text him, I hope you're feeling better. And he's like, yeah, I still feel yucky. And I'm like, oh, well, by the way, what about Saturday? And he doesn't respond. And I'm like, um, so, hey, are we still on for tonight? And what about Saturday? And he's like, yeah, no good for tonight. Let's do Thursday instead. And I was like, okay, fine. What about Saturday? And he's like, oh, yeah, I have the plans. And I just texted back, ouch. And then he writes back, like, in all caps with exclamation points, there's no reason to take it personally, Tony. I just had other plans. 
How else are you supposed to and take it? And I wrote it? back. It's so personal. Yeah, I actually wrote back. It's actually, the ultimate impersonal. I wrote back. It's actually really hard not to take it personally. Yes. But I get it. I hear you loud and clear. Ugh. Talk to you Thursday. So then I haven't heard from him since. So Thursday comes. All day long I'm waiting for him to text me to be like, what time tonight? He never does. And I'm like, Tony, you need to fucking not do his half of the work for you. You can't fucking track him no. down and fucking pin him down. If he wants to see you, he'll see you. So I have not heard from him, and that was over a week ago. Th- you know, it's eight days ago. Right. So that's just not, you know. So that's that's Ugh, sad. So, so here's sad. one other here's one other wrinkle that I haven't told you. Because okay. I know you knew all of this story. Yeah. I have not told a living soul this. Shit. Now you're about to tell our mass amount of listeners, which I need to a but a podcast let me update. tell this. I don't know how many listeners we have, but I managed to get our picture up on the iTunes page. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's so, good. That's good. Um, so I before Eric had gotten back in touch with me. So going back two months ago, right when I first ended things with the other Hawaiian. Yes. Who I really um, liked, by the way. Who was a wonderful guy. He's a prince of a man, and, yeah. and I should have ended things before I should because I knew that I was still having these feelings for Eric, and that's right. not fair. And he is wonderful in every way. Um, I, I ended up, I met this guy who clearly wanted sex more than dates. Okay. And so we had sex. Okay. And we, you know, we've had sex maybe once a week okay. since then. So I guess he's a fuck buddy. I have a fuck buddy now, right? Fantastic. He says to me... You've taken a lover. Right. So he says to me about like a month ago, um, I want to do a three-way. Now, we've talked on the podcast before about how that's on my bucket list. Is it? I want to have a three-way. Okay. I've tried it twice before and it didn't work well. It wasn't... I didn't have fun and one time they were like a couple and that was weird because one seemed to really like me more and then the couple was going to be like a I don't know it was just weird and I just but I would like to have a good hot fantasy three way right okay and so it's just something that whatever so when he says hey let's have a we should have a three way I'm like yes let's do it so he we had planned he goes next Sunday which was the afternoon of the Kylie Minogue concert October 4th. So this is a full week before that Sunday. He's like, next Sunday, three-way, my place, two o'clock. Great. That's perfect. So then suddenly that week, Eric gets in touch with me on Wednesday. We have whatever magical Wednesday, and I leave feeling like something's not right, but I'm going to see him Saturday, whatever. Then he cancels on Saturday on me. But then an hour after he cancels on me, he answers the Craigslist ad for the three-way. I would like to, here's my pictures. And there's like six pictures of him. Hey, um, you know, basically responding to that. I don't want to say anything dirty, but he was on Craigslist. Oh my God. Oh my God. So here's the thing. Part of what hurt so much about him canceling on me Saturday night was he was on Craigslist. Now, even though he was answering this ad, which was for Sunday, you don't go on Craigslist to plan sex ahead. You go on because you want to get laid in the next 30 minutes. Right. So I don't for a minute think that that's the only ad that he responded to that Saturday that he was too bedridden and had to save his energy for the next day. So that 
was what was so kind of like fucked up and embarrassing. But then I was like, well, I can't judge because here I am placing an ad. Did looking... you put the ad in or the other dude? I, he was like, you make the ad. So okay. I had put the ad. So right. there's a picture of me. Now, my face wasn't in the picture. Right. But I can't believe that Eric wouldn't recognize a photo of me taken in my in the bathroom in underwear. I'm not naked. Right. But, like, I mean, I have tattoos that right. are pretty identifiable. He's been in that bathroom hundreds of times. Like He knows those moldings. I'm just saying I find it interesting that there's an ad with two pictures this is un- of two guys. believable. And... Not even an hour, like 55 minutes after he cancels on me, he then answers this ad. That's so, so... I know. I was too embarrassed to tell like... you. I wanted to kill myself. I literally was like, this is the thing. This is it. This is the thing that's putting me over. This that is... I'm literally... Like, right. That's like my birthday stand-up. Like, Hold really? On. Are you fucking so, kidding yeah, me? Yeah, horrible. That's the... So then... Oh, so then... I have to respond... Because now I have to fucking call him on it. So I email back... Eric, don't you have? Because this is for tomorrow at two. Remember, he's got this volleyball tournament. Oh shit! And I emailed back, Eric. Don't <laughs> oh, you don't you play volleyball on the weekends? Oh my gosh! I wouldn't think Sunday at two would work for you. And he replies, "No, I can totally get away to make this happen. Let's do it." He still doesn't. By know the it's way, you. by the way, who is this? Because when he first, when I first saw that that he answered the ad, I felt busted. I felt like, oh my god, he's canceled on me because he thinks I'm a dirty slut for having an ad on three way. And yeah, he's it's a small world. That's moment. his way of calling me out. And then I was like, I wonder if that's really what it is. So, right. So, but then when he responded to my reply, I realized he truly didn't recognize me. Yeah. It's so, it's so offensive on so many different occasions. So not only did he cancel on me saying he had this big tournament the next day, he either either there was no tournament or he was willing to bail on his, his teammates yes to go to to do a three a way a random three way with people like, he, whose heads who clearly might not even have heads right you know so it was just the most n- fucking nauseating embarrassing humiliating fucked up just gross and you know I've not been on, you know, Craigslist a whole lot, and I, every time I've gone on, the, I've always been, like, a little bit nervous, like, you know, I don't know, like, what, like, A, what if I'm going to run into somebody that I know? That would right. be embarrassing, but whatever, they're there, too, and you need to just fucking get over it. We're right. all adults. Right. And, but, like, and, you know, I don't know, what if you go to somebody's house and they kill you? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know. It's just, already it's loaded. What if you go to their house and they're walk, watching Tell Death with Brad Garrett and Jolie Fisher? Oh, God. Soft What if that on. happens? I know. And so, um, so anyway, so it really, what did you, I want to be clear that Eric it's not that it a was moral you? thing. It's not like, oh, how dare, like, look, I wanted to do a three way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't judge him for wanting to do a three, like whatever. That's fine. I don't, you know, um, it hurts my feelings the most that he canceled on me and was on Craigslist. It hurts my feelings second most that he wouldn't recognize a picture of me in my underwear. Jesus. That's pretty fucking like, here I am acting like he's the love of my life. Yeah. And he can't even fucking pick me out of a lineup. You know what the universe, that's the universe saying that dude is not, not, not the dude. 
Ugh. As much as he feels like the dude, that's a really good story, right? It's unbelievable. I can't believe I'm trembling from telling. I did, literally I thought I would take it to my it. grave. What did you tell him? Did you email him back no. when he said who, who, who is this? this? No, I didn't. Why not? You were almost there. But I just because you did know the three way happen. Did you go with the another? three way? Did not happen. You didn't go with another candidate. No. Shit. I was so freaked out by that. It would have been, been a four way. His presence would have been in the. Mix and it would have yeah, been. Yeah, I just, good. I ended up saying to the guy, you know what, we'll have to try it another time. I can't. And he was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, it's not you. And then finally I told him, I go, look, it's not you. It's just that my ex just answered the ad and now I'm like totally freaked out and the deal's off. Holy the jig smoke. was in fact up. The jig was up. When I was hoping the jig would be in. <laughs> Two different people. But Afternoon then, delight. So, um, that's an embarrassing story. But also, it's more of a ooh, small world story. It's more of that kind of a story than an embarrassing story. I can't believe story. I shouldn't have told that. Now I'm freaked out. Why? It hasn't whatever. gone up on I still have some steps to do No, it's whatever it is. It's, it's, you know podcast. what it is? It's my truth, Dennis, and I'm celebrating truth. it. You're living in your truth. Because let's That's be honest, I have a 40th birthday coming up. And I'm not 100% positive I'm still going to be around yeah. to celebrate it. Shit. So, uh... Whatever. I'm leaving a legacy. Right. Let me put this out there to you. Both of us in the last few months had an ex that was a huge ex. The ex. Yeah. Show back up, reach out, create a romantic scenario, and then what? Then vanish and be and a be rude about be it. Be an even bigger dick than they were the first time around. And you couldn't even believe it because you were on guard for bigness. And what's my question is this: What is what's what the fuck are they thinking? Well, what I think is the lesson I need to learn here, and I don't want to speak for you, right? And I hate it when I fucking bring it down in these podcasts, so I apologize. But people are riveted; they love it. They're I going think, on the roller coaster. Oh, they're all on Craigslist. Yeah, you know uh, what? Things are, to shit's going to turn around for the kids of Clyborne, and next year they're going to be listening, going, "I miss the poignant moments." I think what the lesson for me might be. The first time I'm, the moment I met Eric, God knows I'm not going to rhapsodize how gorgeous his collarbone is again on this podcast because yeah. that was really embarrassing. Um, but from the moment I met him, I was totally pussy whipped in the best way. Like I loved falling in love with him and being in love with him and being his boyfriend and holding his hand in public. And I just loved all of it. Um, I loved when another guy would flirt with me and I wasn't like, I have a boyfriend. Like I loved that. Okay. Right. I never felt like I was missing out. Sometimes, you know, I've dated people and then someone else maybe shows interest and you're like, Oh, kind of wish I was single. Cause I'd like, like I never, right. with him. okay, whatever. So, but what's interesting was this time one fucking text on a Wednesday afternoon, noon at four eleven in the afternoon. And I went back not to the place I was, but even beyond it and was even quicker with the love letters and the love letters were even longer than they were the first time around. And the flower arrangements were bigger and it was like, and I don't think that's really healthy. That seems I to agree. Speak, and I don't know if you did the same thing with floppy hair. No, I was but, always a little bit guarded. I didn't know what it was, but I, but I did, I, I allowed myself to go from, Ooh, that was kind of a diversion. That was kind of a surprise. I kind of like that too. Oh my gosh, I wonder if it this could... is our story. Yeah, I did let myself go to that place of yeah. like, oh my god, this could be the happy ending. We had to have that horrible breakup so that we could have this beautiful ending, right? 
And then he's everything turns now. around he's in my life. Now. He's changed. And it's, yeah. you're right. Yeah. This I is did, the third act of the film. I did go there for a little while. You know, but I didn't buy no fucking flowers or anything. How embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. So then when I took the flowers on Sunday and he wasn't home, of course I was like, yeah, of course. He's out fucking. Yeah. He's out in someone else's to be right. He's out somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he probably was at Target, but he was probably there to get lube. Yeah. Like, bubble bath my ass. Yeah, he wanted to buy Or maybe he needed to sit in a bath because he'd been pulling a train all afternoon. Yeah, he bought- Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily think- it was oh, I'm just achy. Yeah, and I need from a the flu. Bath. I think it's yeah, you know, because you've been getting fucking passed around like a yeah. party favor all afternoon. Yeah. Whoa. This so, is, uh, um, I think people are. I think we've people made, are horrified. They don't want to know me too anymore. Too much. It's too good. How long have we been talking? I have to get ready to go to a movie. Yeah, we need to go. This was we're at 32 minutes. Now. All right. You are going to be co-hosting on the radio soon. Am I right? Yes, on Sirius OutQ uh, 109 on the Frank DiCaro show, starting on the, I believe it's the 23rd, which is a Friday, and then the next Monday through Thursday. So um, check it out, Frank DiCaro show if you're Frank DiCaro fans. So that is awesome. That'll be fun. I and, definitely uh, want to come on. You should. Um, we could tell that story. That it's Monday is the best. Monday is the best for okay, me. Okay, and we'll make it happen. About a, a morning. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday is actually even better. Okay. Let's let's try it. Let's pencil right. it for Tuesday. So listeners, perfect. You could listen to Dennis and Tony yeah. on the radio that Tuesday, the twenty whatever eighth. I think uh, it is no, or it's something before like that. Because I end on the twenty eighth. I think it's the twenty sixth. Okay. So. Um, and uh, but listen to Dennis all week, right? Friday to the following Thursday. That's right. Um, also check out our sponsor, uh, VanityMark.com, makers of the delicious lip balm, Doctor Kiss. I was in Phoenix last week, and it's so cute. Um, my niece Matea, who is right. four and a half years old, and the boss right. of me, um, I put some. I pulled my Doctor Kiss out at one right. point to put some on. And she went, and she made an angry face and was like, and she goes, Mom, 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 Uncle Tony took your lip stuff. Really? And she was like, what? And she was like, he took it. He went in your purse and he took it. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she goes, no, no, I have one the same as Uncle Tony. We have the same kind. We have the same kind. And she she loves Dr. Kiss. She's four and a half years old and she loves it. She's hooked. And thought that I had taken her mother's, but... I think my mom has one. My, That's great. My Karen has one. Like everyone in Phoenix, I love that, it. You know, is hooked on the doctor. Kiss. I'm glad. It's good and, for uh, Brett Friedman, my friend. So for sure, you guys lovely. check out. They're like twelve dollars. They la- so the last year a couple months. They're the best lip balm. All the girls in my office are obsessed. Love Danielle it. Fischel, the host of my show, The Dish, who I think is more it. enchanting every week I watch it. Also, I, I just need in love with her. I need to send a plug out for The Dish. Please, please it. try to find The Dish. It's so fucking it's on funny. Style Network, and if you don't have it, put it in your TiVo anyway because E broadcasts us usually once a week or once every other week. Like in the middle of the night, but your TiVo could get it. And, you know, if you're a person that's online a lot and you would be willing to search the dish either on Facebook or MySpace or on MyStyle.com, which is the network's thing. If you're someone that can post things, any positive thing that you would say about the dish, whether you've actually seen it or not, especially on MyStyle.com, would be great because we're always on the bubble about to be canceled. They just bought seven more episodes, so it looks like I have a job till the end of the year, but... You know, we really, really want to get that full pickup. And, and what would, would a love... full pickup be? Well, we, you know, ideally the show should be 48 weeks a year like The yeah. Soup is. Right. 
Um, and Style Network has never had a show that was on 48 weeks a year. Yeah. And they've never had a comedy. And they've never had a show that is pop culture, that's yeah. fresh, that's current about this week only. Yeah. And what freaks the Style Network out, rightly so, is they can only broadcast our episodes for that, that one seven-day week. Yeah. And then, because we're using clips from other people's shows, legally you can't air that anymore. Right. So we they have to pay to make a new episode every week. So while our show is very inexpensive, it's not like Clean House where they can air episodes from 2002 yeah. and it ends up being 17 yeah. cents the a broadcast. Life. Yeah. Ours only has a one week window to play, so it never be and amortizes down to be really really pennies. Right. The way their other programming is. So to them it's a really expensive show, but you know, we get pulled, they quote us in Entertainment Weekly and yeah, Us Weekly and magazines a lot and it's really funny, and so I, I hope people it. will watch it. I love that show. All right, well, we're hanging by a thread. We're hanging Send by a thread. Send us an email at uh, thecomedycouch at gmail.com. Look That's out right. for me on Craigslist if anyone's interested in having a three-way. That's insane. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe it. I would go on Craigslist more, but the font is so basic. It's so it's not pleasant. <laughs> I can't. And do you, know what font. For, do you know what Reflecto Porn is? Have you is? ever been on Craigslist? Have you ever? Not for, not for that. You have never, ever in your life gone on Craigslist and had a sexual encounter? No. Ever? No. Never? I'm not great with casual encounters. It's not that I'm not morally above them. I don't, I'm not, I don't. I think you I should, don't and I think it. the I'm viewers should uh, weigh I'm in I'm not on into this. it. I'm not, it's not my thing. Okay. It's I, not hey. a moral judgment, believe me. No, that's. I just feel like, ugh, I'm not great at what that is. You know what I mean? It's like sex with a stranger. Yeah. You want to, like, know the person. Yeah, plus, well, just the, the yeah. Like, um, uh, things don't always go off without a hitch. And if it's all about going off without a hitch, then, right. you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather not risk it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd rather not be like, oh, this doesn't usually happen with some ass. <laughs> usually Literally. my bra comes right off. Right? I don't know why it's sticking. I just don't. <laughs> it's not. Wow. Usually my parents aren't home. This is so embarrassing. (laughs) So it's not, I mean, as a fantasy, yeah, but in the the practice of it, I don't think would uh, be great. But you do agree that if Eric was on Craigslist uh, less than an hour after it canceled on me, he was trolling for sex. Yes, of course. He wasn't, right? Like, I should be hurt and embarrassed. fucking with you the whole fuck, like, he's, you shouldn't be embarrassed, but it was like, the joke was on me. The joke was on you. I don't know yeah. what that outreach was. Just as with mine, I don't know what that outreach was about. I don't know if it's feeding their egos. I don't know what they're do- what they're fucking <sighs> doing. But um, but yeah. Oh, one last thing. My little brother, who right. I love and treasure, yeah. who is thirty years old, right. a former marine, right. a big, handsome, burly, blonde-haired, green-eyed. Uh, he lives in South Carolina. He's kind of a Southern boy right. in spirit, although he grew up in Phoenix, you know, with me. But right. now, you know, just a – and he's a total catch, and he's a great guy, uh, you know, 100% straight, um, but was always getting in trouble in the Marines because he's always getting in bar fights defending his queer brother. Anytime anyone would make, like, a gay joke, he was like, my brother's gay. Like, totally. Like, right. he's that. And I'm like, you don't have to defend me when I'm not there. It's sweet, right. but, you know, he's a, a great – he loves the comedy couch, sent me a text the weekend when I was in Phoenix. He was driving. He had like a 10-hour drive. And he goes, I just listened to four hours of the comedy couch. I feel like I was in therapy. Aww. And I want you to know, we all have the same problems. That's what he wrote. My 30-year-old brother was like, we all have the same problems. So even yeah. though it's not a guy that's dicking him over, yeah. People it's relate. all the same. So yeah. I love that. So straighties, so welcome to the comedy couch. Pull My up an ex listens to it. 
Which is great. Yeah, but he's not straight. No. I thought, but, you know, I'm glad that your ex listens to it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, he could learn something. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We can all, whatever. But, um. We just want the numbers up. We like <laughs> But, so. um, you know, I mean, I just, look. I, but he The truth it. is I want him to, I, he can listen all he wants. I just want him to be nicer to you. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but I love that there's some straight people out there that are digging it. All I right, anyway, great. we got to go. That's love it. you, people. I want it, next time we have to talk about reflecto porn. I'm going to leave it on that. I don't know what that is, so uh, it's a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. All right, goodbye, All right. you guys. Thanks for listening to The Comedy Couch. Bye. Bye.